This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. It's been said that people run systems and the systems run their businesses. Thoughts and beliefs run people. It's all about why we do what we do, what we attribute importance to, what drives us, how we frame the decisions we make, how we feel, and how we think. So much of our success in life and in business is about what we believe in our hearts and what's inside our brain. In business, I call this the small biz brain. Small Biz America. The Brain. Our guest on this segment is Ira Bass. He's the CEO of Connect to Success, and we know him as your LinkedIn guy. After a long career as an advertising media director, Ira founded IB Media LLC in 2007. In an effort to stimulate growth, Ira began to use LinkedIn to build his network of contacts and pursue new business opportunities. Of course, LinkedIn is a marketing, a branding, and new business development and social selling tool. And over the years, Ira has become quite the expert in all things personal branding, social selling, thought leadership, and career advancement using LinkedIn as a a primary tool in that endeavor. Joining us from Charlotte, North Carolina, is Ira Bass, the LinkedIn guy. Ira, welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having me this morning. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, this has become a very specialized area, this idea of, uh, and I know this from uh, our endeavors offline and our conversations on other podcasts, Ira. I mean, uh, this is, uh, it's hard to do this alone, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's the kind of thing where people, you know, it sits out there and it's just like anything else. If you don't pay attention to it or you don't recognize the value of it, it's just something that exists online today. The most important thing, though, is the recognition that people are checking everybody out online today. So if you know that that's the case, why wouldn't you want this to be just like any other thing that people would find you for? Why wouldn't you want it to be stellar? Why right. wouldn't you want it to be a work of art? And so, yeah, I mean, it's hard to do it on your own. Uh, there are people out there that are able to, but for the most part, uh, the vast majority of people just have not tapped into the potential. And I recall you have some very specific types of uh, attributes that you seek to deliver for your clients as you design and help them sort of collaborate on on creating the what I'll call the ideal LinkedIn uh, yeah. profile and all of the content that hangs below the profile, if you will. So yeah. if you could just, maybe it's a good place to start talking about what you've observed people tend to miss. Where are the blind spots for a lot of clients as you engage them and begin at this? Uh, process? I think the biggest thing is, first and foremost, that the average person who is uh, employed today sitting in a cubicle someplace in corporate America 
uh, doesn't think that their job is in jeopardy or they shouldn't be out there seeking new opportunities or be found for those opportunities. So um, one of the most important things is the recognition that your online presence, uh, in this case, your LinkedIn online presence, is a representation of you as a professional. Uh, If you understand that, which is not a difficult concept to grasp, uh, the bottom line is this. Your LinkedIn profile is viewed and seen by, well, there are 550 million people on LinkedIn today. That's up from 20 million when I started using this thing in 2007. It's crazy numbers. Wow, 550, uh, 550 million. Yeah. 550 million from 20 million back in 2007. That's when I started using this tool. So to not be on here is probably one of the biggest disservices that you can have. Uh, because here's the thing. Think about this for a second, Dave. You go into a meeting or you're planning to go into a meeting or you've come out of a meeting and you know you're meeting with some individuals there, but you have no clue who they are. You may know about their their current experience or the fact that they have a position or a role within the organization you're talking to them about, but you don't have, or in the past you didn't have, an understanding or recognition of where they've come from. You know, what are their core competencies? What are their interests? You know, have they been active? And by virtue of their activity on LinkedIn, you can also see the kinds of things that they've liked, commented, published, or even shared. So you get tremendous insight from the individual. So to me, you know, the understanding of this broad concept of you're online, we live in a digital world. So the recognition that your LinkedIn profile needs to be seen as your digital portfolio is supreme. It is not your resume, but it doesn't replace a resume. They work, they work in tandem. Um, and as a digital portfolio, you have to recognize, too, that your profile itself is your personal website. Now, anybody knows that good websites have to be optimized for search. Well, your profile is no different. And the vast majority of people out there have not even given any consideration to this idea. Well, if you know that now... Doesn't it make sense to optimize it in key critical areas throughout your profile to increase your chances of showing up in a search on LinkedIn? The simple answer is yes. So that's one of the biggest things that when we work with clients is the recognition by us for them and on their behalf is that, look, if you want to simply have LinkedIn do the work for you by virtue of people searching for somebody like you, first and foremost, you need to, what we say, clean up the house. I, I, I asked the question rhetorically, what do you do before a company comes over? You clean up the house. Yeah. Well, before you invite anybody over to come to your profile, you clean up the house. You make it look stellar and optimized. Well, I love that metaphor. No, it's absolutely. So, and optimizing sounds like it's a very analogous to what we would regard as search because uh, the language matters. People are searching keywords and you need to make sure strategically that those words are uh, appearing and functioning for you in your LinkedIn profile within the boundaries of the LinkedIn space, right? Yeah, there, and there are critical areas uh, on your profile that people don't realize, you know, that if you just do a search yourself on LinkedIn, you'll see where the algorithm goes. LinkedIn has never published the algorithm. It says specifically when somebody is searching for a keyword like marketing or marketing or right. advertising or whatever it may be. Right. But the fact of the matter is when you do a search like that, you can pretty much figure out where the algorithm's going in certain sections in the profile. We, we know those because, you know, we've worked, like I said, I've been working with LinkedIn on LinkedIn, I'm not employed by LinkedIn uh, right, for right. over 11 right. years, you know, right. and, and showing people, you know, how this works. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems obvious, uh, intuitively obvious that it, you, you just 
I mean, you're going to have a sort of collective idea about how that algorithm works, even without knowing, you know, what the math is and all of that. I mean, so you've seen it. Uh, and that's a, by the way, that's a great idea for those listening. I mean, reverse engineer the search from who you want to find you and see what happens and then see where the blind spots are for yourself. That's a brilliant just sort of way to see how far astray you may or may not be. Are there some specific sort of things that are, uh, you know, I, I don't want to call them pet peeves, but, but things that you tend to isolate as really being profoundly important that tend to get missed. Well, sure. I mean, as you know, related back to what we've just discussed, right. uh, first of all, remember, this is your digital portfolio. It's also your personal branding opportunity online. And so in many instances, LinkedIn actually just um, uh, recently changed their the profile user interface. Once again, they changed it a year and a half ago. They've right. done it again. They've moved your picture over to the left, and now your banner of, of your, above your picture is now more full screen on the desktop version. It's not the same on the mobile version. But from a personal branding standpoint, don't just settle for the blue background that LinkedIn gives you. Use something that represents you or your organization. Get a great picture. It shouldn't be a selfie or it shouldn't be cropped out of a picture that you would have had somebody taken for you when you got all dressed up for a wedding. You know, do something that looks like a professional shot. It should be shoulders and, uh, and up, and you should be smiling and leaning into the picture. Look at mine online. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's not that hard. Um, and we're kind of biased with a white background of the picture because how it integrates into the profile. Another big part of this is, again, getting back to the searchability is the yeah. average person doesn't realize that the number one most searchable section on your entire profile is, drum roll, your headline. And for the vast majority of people out there right now, they have not optimized that headline. So what it says instead is, well, Lincoln automatically does this. It picks up your current position and company. So you may say vice president at the Acme company, when in fact, yeah, that's optimized for people who are searching for vice presidents at the Acme company. But the fact of the matter is that people search on LinkedIn a lot based upon keywords or phrases. So you should incorporate keywords and phrases into that headline as opposed to the title, which can already be found in your experience section. Another big one is um, your summary. It's an opportunity to tell your story. The vast majority of people out there, again, first of all, don't realize that this is you having a conversation with the reader. So if you know that they're reading this and you have your one chance to impress them or just you know, speak to them, even though it may not be in person, it should be written in the first person. You should be telling the person your story, how you got here today. What's your passion? Yeah. Why do you love what you do? Why do you get out of bed every morning and go to work? Right. And if you're in a sales role, you know, if you're in a sales role, you should then also, and again, and you can look at mine, you'll see, um, you should start to pre-qualify people coming to your page and say to them, hey, look, if you follow any of these categories or these industries or these core competencies, I'm interested in talking to you. We should get together over a cup of coffee or lunch and maybe just schedule a phone call. So the summary becomes important. It's a free-form section of 2,000 characters. Uh, the last one I would tell you, you know, just on the profile, you know, I go on and on and talk because that's forever, obviously. Well, right, exactly. And this is the work you do with clients, so we don't want to, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. But here's the, thing. the thing is, though, again, this is not your resume. It is your digital portfolio. Mm -hmm. So LinkedIn allows you to add media to your profiles. So now it goes from being a single-dimensional piece of paper to a multi-dimensional piece of uh, a document that – Essentially, you have the foundation in, in, in essence what a resume provides, but now you've got the house on the foundation. So you can attach video, 
audio, presentations, PDFs, JPEGs, Word docs, I'll go on and on. Okay. And what does it do? It gives dimension to you. That's why this is your portfolio, your digital portfolio. Yeah, yeah. It's a living, breathing, moving aggregate of yeah. so many things. I'm going to drill down a little bit, if it's okay with you, Ira. By the way, we're visiting with yeah. Ira Bass. He is at connecttosuccess.biz. That is the website. He is the LinkedIn guy. We're talking about how to optimize LinkedIn profiles at this moment. I'm looking at my own profile here. Okay, well, you know, I'm just going to unpack this a little bit. So is the, he- <laughs> is the headline... All right, there's a picture, and yes, I settled for the blue background, so already I'm going to run out. I've got, you know, one thing I thought about is just <laughs> taking my, is taking my, I know you're laughing. Uh, why not, right? Uh, real t- it's a real-time lesson. Um, I'm th- I've, got, go. I've got this graphic on my website that I kind of like. It's colorful, and I you know, it's a licensed it. So I, I'm thinking I could bring that in. It would make a nice, colorful background behind me. But below my name is this this phrase, content marketing producer with a line, vertical line, media entrepreneur. Now, it strikes me as I hear you say what you're saying, that if I'm an audiobook producer, podcast producer, and distributor of content, I need to, this is not optimized. This is like, this is like what you, I would include in the heading on a resume, isn't it? As I read this content marketing exactly. producer slash media entrepreneur, that, who's going to search for that content? Well, maybe they may search for content marketing, but I, I, I think I'm, as I crawl into it and I'm critiquing my own with you here over my shoulder, proverbial shoulder, this makes a lot of sense. And for those listening as well, right? It's not just your title. Exactly. I mean, again, you know, I'm, I'm looking at your, at your profile now, too, since you brought it up. Right. And uh, right. good for you, because your current experience is founder of podcasts and radio networks and founder and executive producer. Right. Uh, so you have done some work there. But here's, here's another thing, too. You have 120 characters, at least on the desktop version, to use. And you've, you know, you definitely are short here uh, and not taking advantage of the full capability of this section. All right. uh, so that's another thing, too. 120 characters. You know, so again, so when we work with people and do profile makeovers for them, you know, based upon the questionnaire that we hand out or we have them fill out online, yeah, we're able to devise and come up with creative ways to come up with this headline so that it includes the keywords and phrases, but it also is truly a headline. Right. It's not just a bunch of words. Right. Okay. Right. I mean, not to say that a bunch of words wouldn't work, but, but the fact of the matter is, too, is you you want to make it interesting, you know? Well, yeah, you want it to have some music. I call this musicality, Ira. I mean, in other words, yeah, there's this search reverse engineering idea where you're just stringing keywords together, but they, it has to have some elegance, right? Some aesthetic. I think that's what you're right. saying, right? Yeah. Exactly. And you can see that I absolutely intentionally listed a bunch of sort of big name clients in my own profile. Is that yep. a bad idea or is it a good yep. idea? No, because the company that you keep is the company that you want to also uh, attract. All right. So just like so uh, a resume I, or an, another form of marketing, this makes sense. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. It's, it's your street cred. Okay. Think about it. It's your street mm. cred. It's what's telling people, look, you know, you're not some small time guy. You, you've worked with the D- Disney Channel, Discovery. You've worked with, you know, Kindercare and Miller Brewing. These are name brands that people recognize. It, it, it positions you readily. Right. To anybody coming to this page. Now, as a media guy, I'm probably missing the media section, and I'm actually looking for it uh, for those following along. So maybe you can help me. Where, where did, what did, I thought I knew where this media thing was, and I believe that I linked to some You stuff. have it. You have some in there, actually. I'm looking at it right now. You where, have it on the Why am I not able to find section. it? Let's see. Where would I? Uh, uh, go, scroll down to your experience section, and you'll see. It says, found an executive producer. It says, check out links to current content, a.k.a. broadcast video projects we have in production and okay. or distribution. Oh, there it is. And right below, you see the four, screenshots. Yeah. Four. Okay. 
Yeah, you have four things there. So this is good. You're actually taking advantage of that. All right. Uh, we should talk about, and we could talk about the fact that you're not giving me a whole bunch here in terms of you know your current experience. Um, okay. You give me some media here, but I don't really know much about you other than this. Well, I really, um, so, and that brings something to mind, and I think you mentioned this in another interview we did, uh, perhaps on Ron's show, and yeah. that is, uh, does LinkedIn care that you're changing and updating a lot? Is that a part of this algorithmic thought? No, they Go- prefer that yeah. you continually update this thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Makes sense. They want you to use the platform. Them that you're, yeah, well, you, you, you're on the platform, you're using it, and you're engaged. And they, they love people who are engaged. You know, they, they try to attract people who spend little to virtually no time on it, but yeah. um, but you're showing them you're, hey, you, you believe in this bad boy. Right. Yeah, no, I have some. And, and by the way, for, for those listening, it, it was a result of the, the interview that I witnessed uh, that you and Ron did. Of course, I was not on mic. But, but when you started yeah. to talk about so many of these pieces of LinkedIn that I actually went back and started doing some amount of work that I could do DIY without, uh, you know, your sure. third party expertise. And it actually did help me quite a bit. So, uh, and those for uh, those listening yeah. now are going to get that same benefit. There's a certain amount of stuff you can do. And there's a certain amount that you really, you need that third eye. You need Ira and his team to, to really look at this thing from a, from a perspective of, you know, 11 years doing this and, and, and understand, uh, you know, what's missing, what's not there. It's really hard for us to do this for ourselves, right? You know, and, and here's the thing, you know, I don't, I, I don't try to fix my car. I take it to a mechanic. Actually, I used to change my own oil when I was a kid. I had my own ramps and everything. But right. Those days are long gone, okay? Right. Uh, I'm bringing a car tomorrow for oil change. You think I'm going to do it myself anymore? No, I bring it to somebody who knows how to do this and does it quickly, right. okay? Right. And I'm willing to pay the price. It's no different with anything. I mean, and so we're no different when it comes to this. You know, take, take yourself, bring yourself in, check yourself in to a, a, a profile makeover and training session with Connect to Success, and you'll be able to say, hey, you know what, I spent the money on it, but I know it's done, and it was done by somebody who knows how to do it well. Right, and by the way, and you'll, they'll probably be able to extrapolate future iterations just by having worked with you once, because they're going to have your, like, a little bird on their shoulder saying, yeah, 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 that's a good idea, let's do that, let's optimize this. I remember what Iris said about this particular section, more media, more media, you know, whatever it happens to be, connect to success.biz. So the process is you sign up, to, uh, you, you quickly said that let's make sure people understand uh, what is the process of folks that want to engage with you that are listening it's fairly simple actually once a person or a corporation agrees for us to uh, you know, work with them uh, on an individual basis we ask them to sign an agreement um, we then uh, send them an invoice they, they pay us up front and then we send them a digital questionnaire uh, for them to fill out. It's extensive when it comes to a profile makeover because, you know, we have to represent you. We also give them a link to what's called a DISC assessment. I'm not sure if anybody out there understands what that is, but for those of you who don't, it's basically a personality thing, and it gives us the opportunity to get a better fix on you and how you show up. And so if we know how you show up based upon this 10-minute quick survey, then we can now position you the way in which you wish to show up or you naturally show up or even adaptively show up. So once those two things are complete, uh, we then uh, work with you in optimizing the profile. We actually do it for you. Um, my, my partner in business and life, her name is Linda Bass, uh, will be your direct contact. Once that profile optimization and makeover is complete, then we give you one hour of training based upon the objectives that you've established through the questionnaire that you've completed. Okay. Um, and here's the big thing. You, you said something interesting just before you asked the question, and that is, well, yeah, once, once you're a client of IRA, you know, you, you kind of can pick up on things. Once you're a client of ours, you are a client for life. Wow. Which means, yeah. 
You can email us anytime you want with a question. I have a guy we just did his profile makeover, and God bless him, he's over in Greece right now on a one-month vacation, and I've gotten at least four questions from him coming across the, the mm-hmm. Atlantic Ocean. Wow. So, um, you know, we, and I, you know, tell us, take me to answer a, an email. Okay, Sweet. five minutes. Wow. So that, that's part of the service. You're a client for life. Brilliant. Connect to success.biz, just like it sounds, Ira Bass has been joining us, the LinkedIn guy, all things LinkedIn, tweak your personal, more than tweak, create your personal branding, social selling, thought leadership, career advancement, how you show up on LinkedIn is so much right now in this uh, ecosystem, right, Ira? Thanks for joining us. My pleasure, Dave. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks for joining us on our journey into the small biz brain. Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes and please do give us a review there. You can contact me at podcastandradio.com. I'm David Wolf. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.